0: It's a black coffee kind of day. Waking up to the sound of rain. Now I just want to spend my day with you. Good
1: Good morning, morning, everybody. Everybody. Welcome to another week of Catholic Catholic Coffee Coffee in the Morning. morning.
2: Season three.
1: Episode something, probably five of this season, right? Four.
2: Six six yeah this is week six of classes is, no it's not there's yeah no it is. there's no it, way it, it it's is wow. i'm telling you right now it's week six of my classes and we start on the same day so
1: <laughs> that means wow
2: that means it's week six for you that means midterms <laughs> our next week midterms oh, no.
1: next week unfortunately that's very unfortunate yeah, yeah feels what? like this whole semester has been one day and yet, and yet
2: six weeks' worth of days. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, so, uh, speaking of six weeks, Jake, what are you drinking? Oh, that was a That
2: a was transition. one of the worst transitions <laughs> that I've ever heard. Speaking uh, of six weeks.
0: I'm drinking... I'm not sure how that relates, but... <laughs> some iced coffee that Maggie made last night. Um, with some honey and some milk. She so made it's... it with the honey. Yeah. Honey
2: con leche? Mm-hmm.
0: Honey con leche cafe.
2: Cafe? Yeah.
0: That means honey and milk with mm-hmm. coffee. And I'm just drinking it out of one of the Bavarian in glasses. Yeah. So, it's yeah, it's, yeah, pretty good. Margaret, what are you drinking?
2: I'm drinking coffee. Uh...
0: It's the
2: chock full and nuts wow. um, Fresh it's Pot It's so I full of nuts. Yep. It's... Chock full. It's yep. Sure. And I uh used a little combo deal, hazelnut pumpkin pie spice Ooh. creamer again. Um and I'm drinking out of the Minnesota Land of a Ten Thousand Lakes mug. Wow. Ten thousand
1: lakes. Yeah. That's we got crazy.
2: we got here Megan gave this to us as a parting gift oh. before she went to uh back to Minnesota. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's Shout mug out to um, Megan. Yeah. We yeah. miss you, Megan. hmm Um and then Zach, what are you what are you drinking?
1: I am also drinking the chock full of nuts. We just, all are. Yeah.
2: Different days worth.
1: Different days worth, yeah. Mine's like a couple days.
2: This one is I made like six minutes ago. <laughs> so
1: uh, oh. Oh, well, <laughs> never mind, mine is like six minutes old. Yum. Um and then I have the the Duncan extra extra. Extra creamer. Right? What does that mean?
2: Extra, extra. Read all about it. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know.
2: I think it's because there's sugar there's and cream in it.
1: Yeah. Anyways, it's it's pretty good. There's I've not I've been actually drank any of my coffee, it's good. but it, it smells good. You know. And then I also have my bagels.
3: Oh yeah, it's, I also have a bagel. I'm waiting for the bacon to get out of the oven. Yeah, food. we
1: have we have like a pan full of bacon yeah. in the oven. You can't smell it through the phone, but, but if we had smell o if, if you had smell vision, you would be just wafting in a um a, a bacon, bacon, heaven bacon heaven right now. Face.
2: Well, even yeah. if they had smell vision, it would it wouldn't work either cuz they can't see anything.
1: Well, they could smell the bacon.
2: They can't see the bacon.
1: Can you guys hear it? it like, <laughs> it's like popping. It, it's popping really loud in the what background.
2: What's popping? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Jack Harlow did yeah. not deserve a shout out this morning, but he got it.
1: <laughs> he got it.
2: Oh, no. The so, man, we didn't deserve
3: uh, what we got.
2: <laughs> so, so true. the hero that we... <laughs> oh. I'm just kidding. Um, uh, Jake, what? What in the world did we talk
0: about yesterday? Yeah. That is what I was trying to figure out this morning because <laughs> I did not wake up. Very what? Well. Oh, I was, I was like... trying to remember if we took the elevator or the stairs this morning, and I could not remember. You... Yeah. No, you followed me this morning.
2: Is <laughs> it the elevator? No, we didn't take the elevator. You just had. To, you were like, Jake's got to wake up. We got to take the stairs.
0: No, I'm, I'm surprised I didn't, I didn't, didn't... Take the oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't fall down the stairs. But okay. You would have fallen off. Of you
2: know when your legs don't work like they used to before. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ed Sheeran said yeah, it. Best, yeah, what yeah, he said. <laughs> You guys seen the the video of that song? But it's like some girl doing, doing hurdles. Here? No. Oh. oh my gosh, that's horrible! Doing <laughs> hurdles and she like ru- like clips the side of one mm. so she falls on her face.
1: I've seen the video of like it's like a wedding. And the bride is in like a wheelchair.
2: Okay, that's horrible. <laughs> yeah. Moving right along, talking about the impaired. Let's go to what we were talking about <laughs> last night. <laughs> <second.
0: laughs> well, we went through chapters twelve, thirteen, and fourteen of Tobit. So we, so we finished just it finished up, the story of Tobit. So yep. it was just like kind of like the closing words. Um, Raphael gets his quote-unquote wages. Mm-hmm. But then he's actually like, actually, I'm an angel, so you can keep all of that. I have no use of your your nope. your metal. Because what's he going to do with a bunch of sheep and slaves and gold? Take it into heaven. Oh. I don't know what gold would do for you in heaven. No.
2: nothing.
0: It won't do nothing for you. TBH. Mm. Just um, that with my <clears> But yeah. And then Raphael, yeah, reveals he's actually an angel. And then, um, Tobiah and Tobias, like, fall on their faces. And they're like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And he's actually like, no, I'm just an angel. Like, you should really be, um, praising God. And then Tobit offers this really long prayer of praise Uh for God. To
2: end it
0: out. Yeah. And then he... Um, offers parting advice to Tobit, um, where he really emphasizes giving alms and living virtuously and stuff. Um, so it's just kind of like parting words to his son, which is really, really kind of sweet, to be honest. Mm. Um, and then he's telling him like, you know, when we die, you know, get out of Nineveh because God's going to destroy it. And he was right because right after he died they moved out, and Nineveh was destroyed. Well, and not then, right after. Well, It was after, yeah. it was after the, Anna died. Yeah, but soon after all that happened. And then it tells of Tobiah's death. Mm. Um. So yeah, it was just kind of like the closing words of the story of Tobit. Mm-hmm. So. My favorite part of this last little bit
1: is like the start of chapter 14. It's just, Tobit died peacefully. And you're oh, like, whoa! <laughs> like, that's a... Uh, it
2: reminded me a lot of um, those 80 mo- 80s movies, where mm-hmm. it's like, and then he went to, like, yeah, yeah. whatever. And yeah. just like... Tim
1: has been living in, in Utah for 20 years now. Yeah. Oh, he has or, a job yeah. in construction.
2: <laughs> it's just, I find that funny. It's just like, yeah, and then Tobit died peacefully in sleep. I'm like, wow, okay, <laughs> that was abrupt. Um, yeah. So, hey, Melanie. We have a special Hi. guest <laughs> entering. Let's <What's up>? <laughs> She's in her awake era. Yeah, awakening. Yes. Yeah.
1: Mm. Link's awakening? In the prod Yeah. Yes. Hey. What? Video game.
0: Oh, um, thanks. I don't think I ever played that one. I played, like, 11 out of the, what was it, 20? There's in a lot. Zelda series. Yeah. Yeah. Never played that one. Well.
1: So can you say you're really awake now?
0: I'm more
2: awake than I was mm. 15 minutes ago. After he got the. Got that He got that bagel in his system. Mm. He's good to go. I
0: have that <laughs> bagel.
2: Now he's got bacon here.
0: Bacon. I think the only reason I was able to get up was because Zach got up.
2: That's probably that the way like... Zach feels every other week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: I've never seen you this awake, but pre-coffee. It's weird.
1: It's weird. I can form coherent sentences.
2: Mm-hmm. It's not usually... It's usually it's like you usually and I more. have like a quarter of a brain cell that's passing between our two, <laughs> two noggins. And it usually bounces around your
1: brain more. <laughs> You're
2: just it's like, like okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, anywho, yeah. So Tobit's dead. Um, Tobit is dead. So is
1: Tobit. Yeah. So, so is uh, Tobia's mother. Yeah, dead. Which is dead. Tobit's wife.
2: Sarah, yeah. Um... But yes, it was. His seven was, sons yeah. are still alive, allegedly. Yeah, well, not anymore. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of time has passed. That'd be that'd be so awkward. That'd be crazy. But anyway, um, back back to what we were saying. Mm-hmm.
0: Um. We were talking a lot last night about like just the overall book, like what, what are like the main takeaways mm-hmm. that some themes that some people got and um. My main takeaway was God's divine providence, like, with him sending Raphael, um, healing Tobias, no, Tobiah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Tobias. Tobiah. Mm -hmm. Tobit? Tobit? I've heard Tobias and Tobiah. Is that the same Tobiah is the son. Tobiah is the the dead. Heard. Um, but yeah, it's really cool. And it's just really comforting knowing. There was one... Section that said, like, you know, everything will happen according to God's plan, pretty much. And that's just really comforting, knowing that as long as we're living in God's graces, you know, Mm -hmm. everything's going to happen exactly as it should. And, you know, Mm -hmm. there's no use overthinking the future. Even when our
1: foot almost gets chomped off by a giant fish.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Especially when
1: mm-hmm, I said, yeah.
0: I was mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because, like, you never know what's going to happen, you know? I could go blind, and then my whole life is turned upside down. Or your fish could, your and foot then, could be bitten by right, a fish. And then my son has to go get bitten by a fish and yeah. cut out his gall and smear it on my face. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, you just never know. We were talking about, like, the
1: um, dynamics of how that would work. Like, they were like, how would you two-hand, like, if you're putting it on his eyes? And I was like... No, he just like did a smear coating, like one of those like um, facial masks, mm. only just across oh, yeah. the eyes, and then you just like you just kind of grab one end of it and you're just kind of like waxing only mm.
0: for your eyes. For your only eyeballs. worse. Yeah. Wait, his eyebrows would have come off too. Then mm.
1: he just took off the whole uh, first layer of his eye, basically. That's what I'm
0: thinking. But he could anyway. see. He didn't care that he lost his eyebrows. Mm-hmm. He could see. Yeah.
2: Maybe he thought he Smoke had already lost his because It had
1: been years since he could yeah. see anyone.
2: Anyway. Um, well, you could feel them. <laughs> no, <laughs>
1: that that uh, is it. Is does it not like, compute. Is it like the man? I can't see. Why do you eat that that bowl of bolts? <laughs> I can't see. <laughs> well, no, you think like as soon as you put it in your mouth, you just need all three of those. I'm things. blind.
2: Just take them all. Um, so I actually had a very similar uh, thing that I said that I took away from reading the book of Tobit. Um, I first said that I've been trying to um, add the like songs of praise, the prayers of praise to my prayer of like trying to praise God more. Um, cause like when something good would happen, they would praise him. When something bad would happen, they would praise him. And so I just have been trying to incorporate that into my prayer life. And also just, um, similarly, I think I've talked about it on here before. The book that I just finished reading, Trustful Surrender to Divine Providence, it talks a lot about, um, when like small inconveniences happen, like you're stuck in traffic or it's raining when you don't want it to be raining, um those are opportunities to thank God because yeah, there's a reason for it. Like, yeah, you know, I'm running late to this thing because there's a ton of traffic, but maybe if there wasn't traffic, like I would have gotten hit by a car, you know, like you don't know why mm-hmm. things are happening. Um, instead of being peeved about them happening when they're happening anyway, you might as well just like, thank God for them to ha- for happening. Cause there's a reason for them happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been trying to like incorporate that. Cause it's very much the theme here of, yeah, praise God, regardless of the outcome. Mm.
3: <clears throat> Can someone pass the bacon and or coffee? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you. Mm-hmm.
2: What about you, Zach?
1: Mm. I was trying to think of what my takeaways were from it because I remember seeing them last night. I think I, I think I kind of forgot.
2: <laughs> Melanie, you had one yesterday. that's similar to. Taylor and...
3: The ending note?
2: No, like, your takeaways for the... Yeah. The
3: mm-hmm. ending note? I don't know why I said ending note,
2: but... I don't know either. Your takeaways from the reading of Tobit.
3: Uh, the, this too shall pass. hmm And that, like... I don't know if this works, but, like, we accept the good, so, like, why not accept... I mean, why shouldn't shouldn't we accept bad as well? I mean,
2: that's kind of like a simplified statement. Mm-hmm. Mm. No, it makes
3: sense though. So. Yeah,
2: and then a lot of the girls were talking about the theme of trust. Mm. Of um,
1: yeah. yeah, that was a Oh uh, yeah, I remember what mine was.
2: What
1: was it? Mine was like the theme of like this whole book is almost like a, like, like a notebook. Quote, unquote, or, like, a manuscript of, like... Like, almost like a father going to his son and being, like, sitting him down. Like, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Of, like, a father sitting his son down and being, like... Look, here's how you be a good person. Mm -hmm. Here's how you be a bad person. Here's where bad things lead you. Mm -hmm. Here's where good things and trust lead you. And that's kind of, like, the thing that popped out, like, through the entire book. Of, like, just the, like, theme of, like, teaching and, um... Uh, information I guess mm-hmm. and yeah that kind of that really struck me of like yeah how how many people like don't have that and this is like if you this is like a book of like if you did not have that here's like how you do it and even if you did have that sometimes it just kind of washes off your brain you know mm-hmm. when someone tells you something that 10 years old, you don't, you don't care. (laughs) Yeah. You forget about it in like a year and then you're like, all right, well that happened. And yeah.
0: Yeah. I have noticed a lot of change in myself since Mm -hmm. starting this Bible study, especially with like thanking God for even the sufferings. Like before, Mm -hmm. before this semester, you know, it was really hard for me to imagine thanking God for you know little inconveniences Mm -hmm. or like pain you know but olivia and i were talking last night and she was like she was listening to father ripperger and he was saying like the difference between normal people and saints is that the saints enjoyed the suffering because it united they united it to christ Mm -hmm. and used it for god's glory and i thought that was really really cool because yeah we think of suffering really no that's the that sucks you know, but it's going to come one way or another and you Mm -hmm. can, you can choose how to view it. You can be like, well, this actually does suck or being like, why, why is this really happening? I don't Mm -hmm. really know, but I can unite it to Christ's suffering on the cross and it'll be used for God's glory and for, for my betterment and Mm -hmm. virtue. Mm
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, a lot of,
1: I find, like, a lot of things are, like, like, can change drastically if, like, you just put a different view on it. Mm -hmm. Um, Like Jake was saying about, like, suffering and everything like that. Another example I just thought of, um, um, I forget where I heard this. Uh, So, I do not copyright this. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But, like, it was, it was basically, like, um, uh, I think, did I say this last week of like, if you have, like it, when you have kids, like if you have a family and you have kids and like, you're like being pestered all the time. And like, they're asking like, dad, can I have this? Like, and they're like crawling on you and like pulling out your hair and you're like, this is the worst thing. Like these kids are so annoying. <laughs> you, you, you can think of it like that and like make your life miserable and, like, be miserable as a parent because, mm-hmm. it like, that's going to happen, like, your whole parental uh, career, career <laughs> yeah. quote-unquote. <clears throat> or you can view it as, like, I'm so glad that my parent or my, my kids want to be this involved in my life and I'm so glad that they actually care about me en- enough to, like, want my attention, you know? Because the flip side of that could be, like, they don't even want to talk to you or like be around you. And they're just like trying to get away from you as much as possible. You have that end, which is like Mm -hmm. way worse than them, like trying to get your attention and crawling all over you and everything like that. So like that perspective change can make you like so much happier as like an individual or like, I'm not a parent, but like as as a parent, (laughs) Mm -hmm.
3: thank you for telling me, Mm. (laughs)
2: <clears throat> yeah, I... It's kind of similar to an article I was reading last night about this therapist was trying to explain to millennial parents and boomer parents just the way... One, how millennial parents might, like, mess up their children, and then the way that, like, boomer parents, like, need to fix their relationships with their children. Mm-hmm. Um, And so with the millennial parents, they were like... She was saying that um by being on our phones we'll mess up our children because she was doing like this experiment with this like mom and her baby and she's like attentive like um what's what did she say we so we regulate we can't babies can't self-regulate and so Mm -hmm. they get all their emotions and such from parents so like the mom's there and Like, the little baby's, like, pointing, and then the mom points, too. And then, like, she's reaching out, so she reaches out. And then she then did, like, a deadpan stare, and the baby, like, freaked out, was, like, trying to get her mom's attention, trying to get her to, like, like look at her and, Mm. like, talk to her and, like, play with her. And she's just, like, deadpan staring, which was supposed to emulate, like, being on your phone. phone. Mm -hmm. Um, And it just was, like, shocking to me how... Much that impacted... I mean, it's shocking, but also not. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just shocking because you can think about it be like, oh, yeah, like, that would impact children to, like, ignore them. But also, just seeing it, it was, like, uncomfortable to, like, see the baby, like, yeah. squirming and crying, trying to get her mom to, like, look at her. Mm-hmm. Um And then with, like... I don't yeah, the other thing's not as important. But it was, like, just interesting how much of an impact... Like, especially in those years of our life where we can't even remember that now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like how much it impacts the way that our parents are. And so I just think it's like the flip side of that, of like we, like you were talking about parent to child, and just like how, you know, like we are affected by the way that our parents raised us mm-hmm. um, and it affects like everything. Mm-hmm. um, So it's not like an just like an easy task of like oh yeah you know like raising children yeah yeah i don't Mm. know if that even tied in very well
0: but (laughs) i think it did okay Mm. parenting you know Mm -hmm. i mean i think that applies just about anywhere Mm because like you know if you're sitting right across from your best friend and you know you guys are talking but you're actually just on your phone like going through social media or something you know that's your best friend right in front of you and you're just kind of you're not there, you know,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and you never know what's gonna happen. Like your best friend could move away, and you never see him again. But you spent that time with them, not really present,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know. And you'll look back and be like, "Man, I wish I would have just took the time to to talk to them," you know.
1: Mm. Perspective changes;
3: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. they can affect a lot. <clears throat> Even when you don't, like, think or see it, like, even in yourself, or I guess, especially yourself, the, um, just changing your perspective on those little things can have a really big impact on, like, how you see the world and how you, like, interact with other people. Mm-hmm. 'Cause if you if you think about like every person is like, oh, that person's probably a jerk or something like that, like <laughs> you're gonna probably when you interact with them, you're gonna go on the assumption that they're a jerk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're gonna probably treat them as such versus like if you're like, All right, let's let's just see, you know.
2: Yeah. Um Father Grassi gave me this prayer when yeah, I was just like really going through it and like I was upset with people who would like hurt me, which like is normal to be upset when someone hurts you. But to like hold on to that anger is just not helpful for anyone mm-hmm. Um, because it's like Father Grassi, I think, said it, but he's quoting someone. And I can't remember who of like being upset with someone and not forgiving them is like you taking the poison, drinking poison and expecting them to feel it. So mm. there's, like, no point in me harboring resentment because it's just going to make me feel worse and it doesn't even, like, yeah. impact them. Especially if they hurt you and you're, like, don't talk to them anymore. You're like, yeah. okay, well, now I'm just upset for no yes. reason. Right. But Thank um, you. he gave me his prayer. It was, like, loving Father, I ask that you pour out your choicest blessings upon whomever today and every day. Um, And it's so instead of just, like, being upset and like wasting brain energy mm-hmm. on this person who the one brain you. brain yeah the of a brain cell. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's an opportunity to pray for this person and it actually does like soften your heart mm. um and it's for people who've like wronged you and like really hurt you or like people who are just like you're like wow okay so this person has been really frustrating like mm. you know like mm. they're pestering me all the time and things so it's like yeah pray for them then but he encouraged me to pray that during the consecration which has been like really good Mm. so like as he's holding up the hosts, like I'll say like loving father I say you pour out your choices blessings upon whomever has been bothering me recently um just like because I'm like this person doesn't normally bother me but you know like some things are frustrating and like you know other factors go into it if I'm like already in a bad mood someone does something and i'm like okay this person is annoying <laughs> um but just like because it's like a you're praying for them and also you're helping to rectify the situation and it does help a lot because mm. then when you're done you're like wow i feel so much better yeah. and i don't actually like despise this person <laughs> yeah. it's like he just wanted to, i don't know talk to me i guess yeah. and i'm like that, I'm busy
1: that brings up uh Uh, an image of mine, or like some kind of quote in my mind. I'm not sure if I'm the one who said this. No, I definitely didn't. (laughs) But like, um, forgiveness is not like for the other person necessarily. It's more for you. Because like, even even if if you forgive someone, and they don't accept your forgiveness. It's like, it's not like you're like, Oh, no, it was all worthless or something like that. Like, no, like you are the one like actively forgiving them. And the relief like it forgiveness is like, kind of twofold, like the probably the main relief is for actually yourself because you're like, admitting out loud to the person that wronged you like, I'm letting this go, you know, I'm not gonna hold on to this anymore. And I'm just letting you know about that and just like saying that to that person it's like kind of washing off like the responsibility or like the the brain power i guess as maggie said on it and just being like all right you know i'm setting sail for this one just mm-hmm. viking burial you know put on ship fire the fire arrow
3: mm-hmm.
1: and then the second um the second uh like effect is like the other person you know like they might it's not always maybe not even most of the time but they might like feel that sense of like forgiveness as well
2: yeah especially if it's someone who you shouldn't probably be in contact with anymore yeah because there's some people you need to forgive but you
1: oh yeah there's a, oh a, yeah a, what's the thing uh-huh. i've heard
2: it's like there's a reconciliation and forgiveness so mm-hmm. you can forgive someone but not like reconcile the relationship there's some people who just like shouldn't be in your life. Yeah, <laughs> and so it's like you should definitely forgive them, but not necessarily reconcile be yeah. BFFs again. You know.
1: Uh huh. There's there's some people you're like I'm just not the person I want to be around this person, yeah. and, and that's like okay. that's, that's 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 good, yeah. good actually because like. As people, like, we're not all going to get along perfectly with, like, every single person we come into contact with. Yeah. Um, so there are some people who are, like, just, like, not good influences on us. And, like, just being in some sort of a relationship, like friendship or something like that with them, it, like, doesn't do you any good. And it's not helping them at all either. So it's like you're just digging You're like you see yourself in a shallow hole and you're like, oh, no, I should get out and then get out a shovel. And you're like, but I can help them. And you're really not. You're just digging yourself deeper and deeper and deeper Mm -hmm. where you're like, I should just be like, okay, you know, this hole's here. I'm just going to step out and be like, I can like put some dirt over it, but like I can't, you know, help that hole Mm -hmm. or anything like that.
3: I think that keeping in mind the difference between reconciling and, um, forgiveness, I just, um, I feel like this might be kind of a stretch, or maybe it's just my interpretation, but nowadays, it just seems like, I'm, like, in, like, society, it's never, like, I forgive you, because it. I feel like people see it as, like, an invitation to welcome the them hurting you back into your life again. Like, like, saying I forgive you is, like... Like th- there's no separate, there there isn't a separation between, um forgiveness. I guess forgiveness and reconciliation. Mm-hmm. Um, because I I I've, I've, I've never seen like a, like a situation like where some like in the I, not in the news but like media I guess yeah where something happens and someone goes I forgive you it just feels almost like people don't think it's necessary or it's like. Like, like I like I said, it, inviting them to uh, do it again, almost or again. like it's saying like everything. What you did is, I don't know if i make sense. No, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I yeah. feel like
2: that's very true yeah. of people. Just well, I feel like it's very true a lot of the time with when two people disagree about something, mm-hmm. and then the one person has to say I'm sorry, like publicly, but there's no there's sense no of reason. like. Well, like, there's no sense of like. Um, like genuineness not exactly what i was saying it's like there's like two people disagree on something yeah and someone says something that's like "Mm,
1: you're like he's right but
2: like the way he said it was like really bad yeah and so yes it makes sense for him to apologize but the thing is i think a lot of people don't understand that you can like forgive someone but still not agree with what they said yeah like and i think that that's a big thing like oh if i forgive this person it means that like i agree with what they're saying and their stance on like this political Mm -hmm. topic or like this socio economic
1: whatever yeah Yeah. like
2: whatever is happening it's like i forgive you i believe what you believe now and it's Mm -hmm. like no you should still forgive them
3: Yeah. And it almost seems like something that's just unnecessary. I mean, to society. Not necessarily unnecessary, but I just feel like if I were to, like, read something and at the end someone goes, I forgive you, like, people would be like, 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 why? Like, you didn't need to.
2: Yeah. It's like something that we outgrow, you know? Yeah. Like little kids forgive, but.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like in our. Kind of nowadays, it's kind of seen as a sign of weakness or, like, a sense of weakness to forgive someone. Whereas, like, The only person you're being strong against in that situation is yourself, you know, because like, like I said, like the two, two effects of forgiveness, like that first, like, probably first, most important effect that happens every time in forgiveness, where you like kind of shed that responsibility of like having to deal with that anymore and having to think about that. The only thing you're doing is if you're, like, I refuse to forgive this person, it's just kind of wallow, and kind of just, like, splash around in the, in the, in the, like, this person's such a jerk, and, you know, like, Mm -mm. instead of, like, being, like, actively, like, okay, you know, I'm gonna let this go, because, like, this is literally a waste of my energy, and, like, doing all this about it, and, like, this person is such a jerk and like swallowing it or like wallowing in it is like a not gonna help you at all and is definitely not gonna help them like even if you like probably should never reconcile with them like just like if you never see that person again why would you spend your time thinking about them you know yeah. <laughs> if like they're gonna have a bad effect on you why would you allow that bad effect even when they're not there yeah. to affect you you know
2: yeah mm-hmm. I, oh no
1: you
2: got it too.
1: i really like
0: what mel said like um forgiving someone is like inviting them to do it again mm-hmm. and sometimes that is true and that can be really frustrating because like you forgive them knowing that they're not going to change and they're gonna repeat it mm-hmm. um but that just reminded me of like the gospel the other weekend like forgive your Mm -hmm. brother not seven times but 77 Mm -hmm. times god wants us to forgive him like infinitely it's like they're just gonna keep doing it yeah (laughs) but we're that same way with god yeah yeah why the heck would god forgive us over and over again yeah if we don't even forgive little things over and over again and yeah so i really like that point that mel said Mm -hmm.
2: that's what i was going to comment on when zach was saying a little bit ago but now it's come up a second time Mm -hmm. of um you know, in the Our Father, we say, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Mm-hmm. So if you're not forgiving, you're asking God to, like, not forgive you, right. basically. You're supposed to... Um, it reminds me of the other gospel from...
1: Oh, you know, the, 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 the tax?
2: Yeah, like the the guy... The servant? Yeah, the servant. Like, mm. It's basically like God gives a reprieve to his servant saying, like, you owe me a big debt of money, but I'll allow you to... Um, yeah, not have to pay me back. And he's like, thank you, Lord, thank you. And then he, the, the servant, has someone below him who owes him, like, a smaller amount of money. Mm-hmm. Um, and he doesn't forgive him.
1: Throws him, him in if, jail. Yeah, throws him in jail. <laughs> and
2: so it's like... You're like, bro. And then, God, like, the figure who's supposed to be God is like, why why like you wicked servant why would you do that i forgave you a debt that was way bigger than mm-hmm. the one that he had against you why would you not do that yeah. to him um so it's like how can we expect god to forgive us for the thing that we're definitely going to do again yeah um and not forgive that person who wronged us even if they perpetually do it and it, that, if there's something that like you have to keep forgiving them for over and over and over again it it's may like, be something of let's readdress this relationship
1: yeah let's like get to the root of this or just like just like kind of be like "Mm, i don't think this is really helping this isn't
2: working yeah it's not me it's you (laughs) that's exactly what i (laughs) I I think i think
1: nowadays like people are really afraid to just like be like you know let's cut this off and like not be friends anymore because like nowadays like social capital is like how many friends you have Mm -hmm. like how many like connections you have how many relationships you have so you're like it's like nowadays it's like you know if you don't have like or if you just like cut something off people will be like oh like
3: yeah
1: you only have like two friends or something (laughs) like that and you're like that's because I cut out all the ones that I you know weren't good for me you know um, versus, like, having a million friends who just, like...
3: Mm-hmm. I have a few points. What the heck? Uh-huh. <laughs> That's my alarm. <laughs> it's
2: that loud, and you still sleep through it?
3: Yeah, I, slept, <laughs> I, I I saw, I said, missed alarm. I was like, I
2: completely slept through one of my alarms this morning. I also Did, sleep through alarms sometimes, but... I do...
0: Nah, I've never done that. <laughs> I've, done it, I've
2: done it before, like, when I was... In high school, but it's like not really sleeping through it's so much as I the... hear it and I snooze it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Th-
3: usually I do that, but I uh, today I, I guess I totally. I, like, yeah.
2: I don't think I've actually ever done that. I don't so think I've ever slept th- through this, an
1: alarm. What I what I've been doing lately, which is not good, <laughs> is like I'll hit the snooze button and then hold it in my hand with like the the like power button oh, right here. Yep, I've done that. Before. <laughs> and I'll just be like, be like.
2: See, I started doing my alarms on my Apple Watch because it just, like, vibrates my entire body. It's like, mmm, mmm. Well, <laughs>
1: like, I'm actually afraid of, like, sleeping with my Apple Watch on because, like, if I go like this, it, like, puts on the emergency alarm. Like that. And then it I've automatically... I've literally
2: never done
1: that. I've done that before. My friends so, before. <laughs> so, now I'm, like, kind of paranoid of being, like, if I, like, go like this, and then <laughs> Police show up to my door, open up. I'm like, what did I do? What did I do? (laughs) (laughs) Going
0: through my whole life being like, uh, (laughs) what could it be? Oh my gosh. In the middle of class, I heard one of the alarms I use in the morning and I got every flashback of waking up every morning (laughs) and I'm like, no! Yeah, that
3: happens
2: when my my roommate freshman year, she would keep her um, phone across the dorm room with her alarm (laughs) full blast. And so um, I think it was either first semester or second semester freshman year. Her first class was at 8 a.m. So she would uh, waking up at like 6 something. Ooh. And so she could get breakfast in before class. And I'm like, no. but I didn't have class till 2. So there was no way that I was waking up that early. <laughs> but I did. I woke up that early every day because she would. I had earplugs in. But she was like on the top bunk and like all the way across the room. And her alarm would go off. And she'd like quickly come down the stairs of like the bed and then like go over and turn it off. But I've heard people use that as their ringtone and it like sends me back to year (laughs) of college where I'm just like sitting there in someone's ringtone, because I'm like, Sarah's waking up right now. (laughs) Like, oh my gosh, she's gonna be late for class (laughs) And it freaks me out. You're
1: like, wait, it's the middle of the day.
2: (laughs) And I'm like, wait, hold on, Sarah's in North Carolina South Carolina. Okay, oh Melanie, what gosh. were your points? Because you actually didn't say them year long. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: Um, The the first the first thing was that the thing about the 77 times, I just want to say that that one makes me giggle sometimes because because I think, like, somebody's keeping record, and then once it gets to 77, they're like, I'm done. I'm right. 77. Didn't you no, say more.
1: seven times 77?
2: Uh, it's supposed to be, like, yeah. A, okay, well, like when they get to that number. Figure of speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be, like, a figure of speech... By saying, like, like we should always be forgetting, mm-hmm. yeah. But it is Final. funny to think about. Mm. Yeah.
1: You're like, oh. i
3: reached
2: my quota. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it.
1: All right. It. Never will. need to do that again. Woo! <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: what was the other? Um, no, I'm forgetting it. It was decent, too. That's okay. Uh, when it comes back. It yeah, mm-hmm,
0: okay.
1: Mm-hmm. 77 times. Mm-hmm. I was going to say something about that. <laughs> you were? I think so. Oh. that's a good number. It, it was like it was some kind of joke, though. So, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forget. I forget what it was.
2: That's okay. Yeah, forgiveness, man. Mm. It's kind of do goodness. it,
1: do it, try it out. You know, mm-hmm. be like, even even if you just like a seventy-seven a day trial run. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so melody remember? Yes.
3: No. No. Yes. no. no, 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 no. No. Yes, I did. It, Is there You no, 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 let me fish it out? <laughs> what are you doing? I'm
1: I'm I'm fishing, fishing it, it out.
2: out. Oh, okay. You just went. <laughs>
1: I mean, I guess that makes sense, but I it's I a know.
2: fishing rod. It's
1: okay. a, it's a you. fishing metaphor. Like thought it would change me
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: the flims in <didn't laughs> the, 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 the fur. Flims metaphor. The
1: yeah, like
2: won the war or something like that. What? You what? didn't hear about
3: that? No, Alan is obsessed with saying Flint Lockwood. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Flint Lockwood. He would
3: tell people that Flint Lockwood had this battle at this place, and then he would see if people would like realize that he was talking about Flint Lockwood and not some actual historical figure. Mm, that is. Well,
1: funny. there probably is a kid named Flint Lockwood.
2: Yeah, but not one that won the like won the Flint war in 1912. No. Oh.
3: <laughs> anyway, what were you saying? Mark? It's almost there. I'm really sorry. You're talking about
1: forgiveness.
3: It's like on the tip of my tongue. I I, I, um, I know. Spit it out. I'm just kidding. Spit it out. Um,
2: I had a thought and then you said you had a thought and so then I forgot my thought. I'm sorry. What
1: was your thought? Was it about forgiveness as well? Probably. 77? I don't know. What's the context of it?
2: I don't remember. Hmm. It was whatever we were talking about before Melanie remembered it. But it was, um, yeah, I don't know. I think it had something to do with the fact that, um, yeah, forgiveness is difficult. But it is something that we should be working towards. Mm-hmm. To, to it's again. like
1: it's like typing, you know? <laughs> I hate type. Oh. <laughs> it's That's like valid. typing because, like, I don't want to put in the work to be faster at typing because I hate it. But <laughs> it's 35
2: <laughs> words per minute. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but oh like it, it's a very it's a very useful skill that will help me in the future to write things fast so I don't need to spend yeah, when as you're much time. You type in charts.
2: You're going to take 5 hours to do that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But it is just like something or you no uh like It's not something that comes easily, and it's not something... It depends also on, like, what has happened to you. If it's something Mm -hmm. that's, like, really has um, upset you, and is, like, something that keeps upsetting you, that, like, won't go away, um, it's one might be, depending on who has hurt you, might be worth a conversation to, yeah, like, try and ensure that it doesn't happen again. Um, But also, at the same time, it's something that not to be hard on yourself when um forgiveness takes a while to happen um mm-hmm. but should be something that you're yeah like consciously trying to do like that prayer that father Gossi gave me was like specific to one particular thing that had happened and so like he encouraged me to pray every day for a month and that it would help with like my anger my upset likeness that I had been hurt Mm -hmm. in such a way, and so I like did. I prayed every day for a month, and like my heart started to soften. And he's like, that doesn't mean that like by the end of this month you're gonna be completely ready to forgive this person, but it should be something that you're consciously trying. You're at the starting line. Yeah, and Mm. so it's like, I pray that. I still pray that every day. I go to mass, and so I like i'm sitting there and whatever names come to mind i'm like okay yeah i guess i do have some like resentment in my heart for this person um i guess i i was upset with this person earlier like i should say this um and so just like trying to consciously work on like not holding on to it because there's no again like i said like there's no reason to hold on to unforgiveness in your heart but it should be something that you're trying to work towards mm. of like, I can say that I fully forgive this person now, you know? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I may have taken a while, um, but I do forgive this person.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's And it's also like forgiveness is, isn't like, like kind of before we've been talking about it, like it's kind of this instant thing where you're yeah. like, I forgive you. And it's instantly all washed away. And you're like, all right, that's done with woo. You know, sometimes it is like that for like small things, Mm -hmm. like someone stole your cookie. You're like, "Ah!" but I forgive you. You know, next week you're going to forget about the cookie unless you, unless you're like, remember that cookie? (laughs) But if you, if you're like forgiving them in the right way, you know, you'll be like, oh, I don't even, I don't care about that. But like for, especially for the bigger things, it's more of an active process because it's like, it's like, um. It's like, a, let's say, it's like someone drew on your hand with, like, a bunch of dirt. Like, you can easily wash that away for, like, and that represents, like, the smaller sins. But, like, for the bigger ones, it's like a permanent marker where they just, mm-hmm. like, blacken the the entire back of your hand. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it that will take a while to, get, you know, wash away. And even when you do, you still have that, like, bluish tinge you get. Yeah when you have, like, permanent marker at some place. And, like, even after that, it'll take a while for that to heal. And that's, like, so the first wash away is, like, getting to the point where you're, like, okay, I forgive you. And that's, like, washing off kind of, like, the surface of the permanent marker. And then after that, you get to, like, the bluish tinge. And you just got to wait for, like, your body to, like, shed the skin to, like, heal it. Mm -hmm. And that's, like, more of a time process. Like, some things... It's like, people, I do this all the time as well. It's like, you ask someone like, you're like, you're like how do I solve this issue or something like that? And they're like, just wait. And you're like, no, like, what do I do and everything like that? Like, how do I, how do I solve this? And they're like, just wait, you know? You mm-hmm. just gotta, you just gotta kind of go through your life and just like, kind of let it die in you, you know? you. you The only thing you can do is just like not actively keep it alive, and from that, it won't be able to feed off of that and grow. And it'll like cancer, you know, if you (laughs) (laughs) Um. like cancer only in your forgiveness world, (laughs) you know, if you like, if you like give it the right, I guess, quote unquote drugs like therapies, like it'll prevent it from growing, and then it'll eventually like. The back of your mind, which would be like your immune system in this case would shrink it, you know, and it shrink and shrink until it's like just the one little cancer cell and that will finally be gone, you know. But that takes like a very long time. And sometimes it relapses. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's true. When you think that you... Yeah, completely forgiven that person again. And
1: then you see them in person again, and you're like, that's, oh. Geez, yeah,
3: that's true. <laughs> you're and like, I'm going to punch you. <laughs>
2: and it's also the um, the idea that, like, oh, I forgive you. But then later when we're fighting, I bring it back up again. Right, and it's like, ooh. It's like, then you didn't actually forgive me. You're like, ammo like, in my
1: back pocket.
2: Pew, <laughs> yeah, It's like, I forgive you. But yeah, the next time I'm mad at you, I'm going to be like, remember that time?
3: Because, I mean, I... Oh, yeah, you're mad at tape. me?
1: Well, do you yeah. remember when?
2: Yeah.
3: Melanie, you remember? <laughs> okay. So, I promised I wasn't doing it for the bit. I Before, I actually did forget, like, three it's times. A bit? And it, for the bit? For <laughs> the Just for the... For the
1: memes? Yeah.
3: And I wrote it on <laughs> okay. my hand, because I didn't want to forget, so I was just staring at it like this, and the handwriting and was And permanent off. marker? Yes. Yes, because I did not forgive, In you know? Or whatever. <laughs> In pen. Um, Yeah. So, it's, I was going to say it before um, you guys brought up a bunch of points, but a lot of the points tie in. So, the main reason why I would be hesitant to forgive, well, say I forgive you, is because I would feel like, oh no, what if I, like, bring it up again? Or, like, mm-hmm. like I would worry that they would see it as I don't forgive, I'm just saying I forgive so that I Seem like I'm nice or whatever, mm-hmm. um. So that that's the main reason why I would be hesitant to say I forgive you. And so maybe you can like phrase it differently and say like I'm gonna work on forgiving you. But then people will think like that sounds like. No. I'm not... I'm never <laughs> no, I'm sorry. um, I don't know. I just feel like that people will be like that sounds weird or like they'll just take it the wrong way or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that was basically that point. I think. <laughs> you guys said a lot of that, but I was gonna say it earlier before you said it. And then the other thing is that, um, when you were talking about like cutting people out of your life, I used to be. I think I've mentioned this before, but I used to be like deathly afraid of losing certain friends, mm-hmm. like to the point where I would have like anxiety attacks and stuff like that, and like stomach aches, and it'd just be awful. And then, and then now I I look back and I still talk to these people sometimes, but the friendship is like really not there like it was like I like I was worried about. I was worried. It's the way that it. I was worried it would be, mm-hmm. but it's still fine. Mm-hmm. And even if I wasn't talking to these people, it'd basically still be fine. I mean, basically. Um, what was I saying? But also, like, let. Sometimes I wonder if I like let things go too easily, and that's like the other end of mm-hmm. of the whole issue. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes, or because then I just get hurt again. But that, that's sort of a different topic. But the main thing I wanted to say was the phrasing it differently if you feel like you need time to forgive i guess
2: yeah i mean if it's a big enough thing it should be the like level of understanding of that person that Mm -hmm. they like they did something to you and you're like i need time to like actually forgive you because if i just told you that i forgive you right now it'd be empty words Mm -hmm. like it wouldn't be true and like that should be something that they should be receptive to Mm -hmm. if they're not that should also be another indicator of Red flag. Maybe this person's not that great of a person. <laughs> like um, it's like actually, yeah, you, you hurt me a lot, and I need time to really Process, work on yeah, yeah forgiving you. Um, I still mm. care about you, and I still like you know love you, but I just can't forgive you in this moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I also, I also remember times when I was like, I cannot imagine my life without this person, and then like. A lot of those people aren't in my life anymore. Yeah. You know, like where I'm like this. This person's like my BFF. You know, I can't mm-hmm. imagine like this person not being in my life anymore. And it's like I don't talk to this person <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah. Um. And yeah. yeah, it's like in those moments, you're like, I need to hold on so tight so they never let go. Yeah. Whereas like,
1: which would make them want to let like, go. Oh, well, leave. it's exactly. like <laughs> it's not,
2: it's just the thing of like I care so much about this relationship that I don't mm-hmm. want it to mm-hmm. leave. Where it's like. God will like take people out of your life. Yeah, like, for some reasons people too. So
1: some people are like friends in the mo- some people are lifelong friends. Yeah, and everything. Some people like stay with you like throughout everything, but some people also are like you'll be like their very very best friend one year and then you go off and live somewhere else and you're like oh and don't even I don't even, <laughs> I don't even yeah. contact them anymore
2: for sure. But it's like yeah, holding on, holding on to anything like, that tightly is just not what we're called to, um...
3: That's hard for me to remember sometimes.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, it's a hard concept to remember, of, like, everything is kind of temporary, um, and, like, if that friendship is, like, dying, that's okay, because God will, like, fill it, that, like, space with something else, but also, like, yeah, we, we tend to try and, um put people on pedestals in a way that like god should be if that makes sense mm-hmm. so it's like oh this person is the person like loves me the most and it's like well actually no <laughs> they like, don't try,
3: like trying to fill the, yeah. the god size hole with like Ooh. relationships yeah
2: and yeah so it's like that's what i realized was the reason that i would hold on to people so tightly was like oh wow like these are the people who like care about me all the time and like love me it's like well mm-hmm. actually they all love me imperfectly they may love me, but some of those people did not love me, so... Um, be like, what? There's a reason uh, that wow. so we're not friends anymore. Yeah. I don't love you. Mm-hmm. Oh!
3: <laughs> I really love you. Oh. oh. was that Aww. sweet? That's
2: sweet. <laughs> we used to do that
3: thing with the ribs where we'd be like, Mom, I don't like you. And then we'd pause, and then we'd be like, I love you. And mm-hmm. then... <laughs> mm-hmm. and I used to do stuff
2: like that, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jake, did you want to say something?
0: Um... <laughs> Not really. Oh, okay. I was it just kind like of were... soaking it yeah. all in. I was in deep thought. I have. Yeah. I am looking over all of my relationships, and I realize that I'm holding on to a lot. Uh. So this this has really been calling me out on a lot of stuff. So. <laughs> oh,
2: I'm so glad that that is recorded forever. That noise that you just made. What's
3: that? It's like. That meme where he goes like whoop wow yeah. like, that's gonna be like that
0: that entrance theme song noise the out. <laughs> and we're back, we're back. Uh, <laughs> that'd be awesome actually yeah yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Um, it won't happen but that'd be awesome yeah. but yeah
2: no that's that's super true so
0: I'm really glad that Zach got me up this morning
2: <laughs> yeah it's good to yeah. just yeah recognizing yourself like oh wow yeah I'm like really holding on to stuff. Whether it's people or resentment or, whatever, because, whatever, yeah, like we can't, we can't take any of this to heaven. No. And we should be like trying to bring people to heaven, but like, like you were saying, the gold Raphael couldn't bring that to heaven. Mm-hmm. This the, like, the slaves, the cattle, those things couldn't go to heaven. Well, you he could bring the people. To yeah, heaven. people. Yeah, but mm. it's like, yeah, like we. What we have on Earth, what what you bind on Earth will be bound in heaven. When you loose on Earth, will be loose in heaven. It's like mm-hmm. what we mm-hmm. have here is not we can, we can't bring it with us. And mm-hmm. a lot of people that's lost on them, like the the money specifically of like, oh I'm really well off, you know, like this is great. It's like well, you can't bring it with you, so no. yeah. gotta spend it, mm-hmm. gotta spend it here. But yeah, um, it's like the relationships too. Well, should we really uh, get down to the yeah. wire here? Yeah, I think. Yeah, that's
1: good. Um, thank you for joining us on this journey of forgiveness. I hope you oh, forgive yeah. us for rambling if we oh, do.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <That's pretty> <laughs> just put all the sound clips together for today. But it's just duck.
2: <laughs>
1: Hilarious. Wow. What an
2: icon. Um, we are praying for you.
1: Remember to pray for us. Thank you for listening. Please, please 10 listeners who still listen, please. Mm-hmm. Dan, yeah. if you're still listening. <laughs> yeah,
2: <he's> so true. <laughs> Who's Dan? My friend. Dan. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hi, yeah. Dan. All right. Well. Well. And, and
1: remember, Robert, drink coffee, be Catholic. 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 Goodbye. <laughs>
0: Have a good week.
1: Bye. <gasps> hey, hey. Bye, bye.